Debo Samuel has asked for a trade from the San Francisco 49ers. So everybody's saying, hey, look, Andy, Dan Orlovsky's saying, the Colts, let's go. Let's get Debo Samuel to the Colts. It's not going to happen. I'm going to give you ten reasons why it won't happen. I'll give you one reason it could. Just one reason. There is a trump card in play. We'll talk about the trump card at the end of the ten reasons it's not going to happen. Kofi Coburn, he's going to the NBA. You get three strikes and you're out. You get to declare for the NBA draft a third time and you're gone. Can't do it more than three times. He just did it a third time. He's hiring an agent. Kofi Coburn, gone. That is good news for Trace Jackson Davis. And then the Big Ten. They've decided they're going to move the men's basketball tournament in 2024 to Minneapolis. This shows the idiocy of the Big Ten. They drive me crazy, these people. The decision is so simple to make. Why don't they just make it like they do with football? The football championship of the Big Ten is going to be in Indianapolis through 2024. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now for Wednesday, April 20th, 2022. It's a little 500 week, people. You're already a day into the weekend if you're down in Bloomington, Indiana. We're brought to you by the great people. And I mean great people at Johnson's Plumbing. You got a problem? They got a solution. Give them a call. 765 610 8809. Let's talk about sports. Hit subscribe, ring the bell, hit the like button. Let's go. If you have a comment, hit me with a contribution, with a donation. That stops things in its tracks. I read the question immediately. All right, let's go. Ten reasons Debo Samuel is not going to be traded for by the Indianapolis Colts. Number ten, Michael Pittman's going to want to get paid in the same way in a year you got to make a decision. You can't have nothing but weapons. Hey, I hey, I know it, Isaiah. You'd love it if they traded for Samuel. Everybody would love You'd love to have him, right? We're going to get to all the reasons that it's just not going to happen. You'd love to have a weapon like that. And the San Francisco 49ers love having a weapon like that. That is the number one reason that they're not going to trade for uh, Debo Samuel because he is simply not going to be available. All right, uh, Michael Pittman Jr., you know what? In terms of approximate value, according to profootballreference.com, Michael Pittman was a 12 last year. Debo Samuel was a 14. So the gap between these two players is it's significant, but not that significant. And you're going to have to pay him. See, the way this works, and what Debo Samuel I don't think understands and maybe his agent doesn't understand, is that you got like 70 guys on the roster right now for the San Francisco 49ers. There are going to be 53 guys on the active roster come the regular season. And at that point, the 49ers are going to have to trim $11 million. So you got to get yours, but getting yours is going to cause the 49ers to cut guys, restructure contracts. It's going to be unpleasant if they're going to pay Debo Samuel to his market value. And we'll get to that in a second. Uh, number nine, the Colts don't have a pick higher than 42 in, in the upcoming draft. All right, when Kansas City traded Tyreek Hill to the Miami Dolphins, they got back a one, a two, and a four this year. They got back a four and a six 
next year. You can handle the fours. You can handle the six. But you, you cannot send them a one you don't have, and you don't want to send them a two. Look, Debo Samuel was a second-round draft pick just a couple of years ago in 2019, so three years ago. You want to go and get your own, Debo Samuel. They come up in, in the draft all the time. This is why Debo Samuel wants to get his now, because he knows how fleeting the careers are of wide receivers and how many careers or how many wide receivers are stacked up behind him in this draft, the next draft, draft behind that, who are going to render his gifts utterly obsolete. So he wants his. That doesn't mean he can get it. And especially from a team like the Colts that doesn't have the draft equity to be able to send to the 49ers to compel them to send him here. Hey, we're going to give you number 42, number 73, and 159. How about that, 49ers? Hello? Hello? I think I hang up the phone. Number eight, A.J. Brown and D.K. Metcalf are more valuable. Those two guys, more value than Debo Samuel. So what are you going to give up the farm for to get Debo Samuel when part of his kind of toolbox, they've already got covered with Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines? You're not going to use him as a tailback coming here. You already got the best in the league. Why would you put Debo Samuel in as a tailback? So what you got is a slightly undersized wide receiver who can flat out go get the football. 1,400 yards receiving last year. We're not minimizing any of Debo Samuel's gifts, right? However, the Colts have kind of got some of that covered, and if they want to go out and spend stupid, there are guys they can do that with. A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, uh, Terry McLaurin, also unhappy. So there you go. Number seven, the Colts chose... And don't minimize this. The Colts chose Rocky Asin early in the second round. Two picks ahead of Debo Samuel out of South Carolina. Two picks. You don't think they kicked the tires on Debo Samuel? They needed wide receivers. You can always use a wide receiver with that second round pick. And the Colts instead went with a cornerback who couldn't crack 4.5 in a 40-yard dash. Why? That's a hell of a good question. Kicking the tires on Debo Samuel caused them, in some regard, to elevate Rocky Seen over the top of him, and that's why they took Rocky Seen, a guy that they knew the ceiling of was going to be uh, mediocrity. And he was. But they didn't take Debo Samuel. They've already looked at him. You don't think they got a file on Debo Samuel? Hell yeah, they got a file on Debo Samuel. They got a file on everybody. Number six, the Colts would have to give Samuel Quentin Nelson's money. And they're not going to do that. They're not going to give up Quentin Nelson's money to go get, and Michael Pittman's money to go get Debo Samuel and send draft assets to the 49ers for the privilege. They're not going to do it. And they shouldn't do it. They're right not to do it. Number five, Chris Ballard will not corrupt his plan. I'm going to go back to number six for a second. Tyreek Hill, good cop. Tyreek Hill's two years old, older, all right? However, Tyreek Hill, four years, $120 million from the Dolphins. That is the starting price for Debo Samuel. 
All right, and uh, 52 million of it guaranteed. The Colts do not play that game. And they will not play that game, and they're right not to play that game. Um, number five, Chris Ballard's not going to corrupt his plan. He's got a plan to spend money and on what and who. And that's what he's going to do. That's what this is all about. He knew he wasn't going to spend big money on a wide receiver and free agency because he's got a plan for 42 and 73 that involves weaponry for Matt Ryan. That's what he does. He's not going to spend on free agency money that he doesn't have to spend. He knows that this is a rich wide receiver class, and he's going to use it in that way. Number four, he's more valuable, Debo Samuel is, to the 49ers than he is to the Colts. The Colts have Jonathan Taylor, 200 more touches last year. Here's what the 49ers have got. They've got Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle. That's it. They lose Debo Samuel. This is not a team that's going to the NFC Championship game next year. With Debo Samuel, I don't really know what the Colts do. But the from here to there is greater for the 49ers than it is for the Colts. Number three, Colts build from the inside out. Listen, I've listened to every word that Chris Ballard has said to the media, either in person or over Zoom or over video, and I've watched it and I've watched it, and I've gone through the transcriptions, and I cannot find a single time that he was deceitful. Now, he's not always going to show his cards, not all of them, but he has said resolutely for the five years that he's been the general manager here, we are going to build from the inside out. And everything that he has done has backed that up. Debo Samuel is not building from the inside out. Uh, number two, 49ers, like I said, they were three points from going to the Super Bowl. They were three points away from beating the Rams. The Colts, they didn't make the playoffs. Who needs Debo Samuel more? If you lose Debo Samuel, you take a step back in class that is significant in the NFC. If you get Debo Samuel here, you take a step up, but how significant is that step when you're going to have to compete with the Chiefs and the Bills? Now, that's not to say that the Colts shouldn't be aggressive. They should. Number one, uh, the 49ers are, are not going to trade Debo Samuel. They would be idiots to trade Debo Samuel. They've got him locked in for 22 at $5 bucks, and that's a hell of a bargain, and that's the kind of bargain that allows you to spend elsewhere and become very, very competitive in the NFL because you're paying one of the top 10 receivers in the game of football. Okay, Aaron Perry says, can you grade offense and defense as a whole? Nice job on each group, which I, I did yesterday. I would give the offense right now a B and the defense a B plus. I think the defense has gone to B plus. They got a terrific front. If everybody stays healthy, they're going to get to the quarterback with Gus Bradley's scheme. They have two good linebacker, two good ones, one great one. All right. Secondary took a step up. Thanks for daily commentary. Uh, biggest whiff it was you seen over Samuel question. I didn't see the question. I apologize. My God, twenty bucks. Send it again. In, don't donate, but send the, just the question again, if you don't mind, because I want to fulfill my promise. I read all, 
the question should be kind of short. They come and go in about seven seconds. So uh, my apologies. Um, there's one way that Debo Samuel winds up an Indianapolis Colt, and that is that Jim Irsay says, Chris, step in here for a minute. Let, let's have a, uh, a short talk. Do something, get Debo Samuel. Thanks for stopping by. And then he closes the door, and Chris Ballard walks out and goes like this. Oh, my God. What? I got to do what? I got to make this trade? We want Watson. Which Watson is that? Is that Deshaun Watson? That'd be something. But that's the only way that Debo Samuel winds up coming here. And that is that Jim Irsay demands that he comes here. Again, Debo Samuel, 173 total touches. I don't know what Rob Nankovich is talking about. It's going to wear him out. It's going to wear him out. What do we do? You're, you're giving him too many touches out of the backfield, not a, you know, as a receiver. 200 more for Jonathan Taylor, for God's sake. Nobody's crying about Jonathan Taylor and how quickly he's going to run through his career. My God. Um, 2,171 yards for JT just in the regular season, obviously, because there are no playoffs. Debo, 2,061 yards, 16 combined TDs. JT, 20 TDs. I will take Jonathan Taylor all day and twice on Sunday with the Colts. Trading Taylor for Debo straight up? No. John Lynch and Ballard are friends, right? We made trades with them before. Buckner trade ring a bell. Yes. They get along well. Uh, I think that they are going to... Um, are these contra insane contracts liable to render uh, wide receivers disposable like we've seen happen to running backs? Uh, they are a little bit. And really what causes the problem is the spate of talented wide receivers available in every draft. The way to do it is exactly the way the Colts did with Joseph Adai. Joseph Adai came to the Colts as a first-round draft pick. I don't think he got to his second contract. Because why? You run through them. You do to uh, running backs, as the Cubs did to Araldis Chapman, just wear his ass out throwing 103-mile-an-hour fastballs and let him go back to the Yankees. Um, the uh, other question that we got, is Matt Ryan going to be consulted? Absolutely. You consult Matt Ryan as to who he's going to throw the ball to. Normally, you don't do that. But he's 36, going to be 37. He's been around the block. Uh, Philip Rivers was kind of the same guy. you got to find out who they like, what traits they like, not just who, but what traits. And then... If I'm Frank Reich and Marcus Brady and Chris Ballard and the scouting staff, I'm, I'm sharing tape with him and saying, what do you think? Absolutely. So uh, we'll see. Should we get James Bradbury as a cornerback? I think the cornerback book is closed. I, I don't think they're going to do any business there now that they've, uh, they've signed Gilmore. I, I just don't see it. I think that, that they're happy with Rodgers, they're happy with Kenny Moore, and now they've gone out and gotten Gilmore, and so I think that is all tied up and done. Um, the Big Ten, we were talking a little bit about the Big Ten and the stupidity of this organization. Look, here's what you do. You do with basketball what they've done with football. You just send it to Indianapolis, and it's here all the time. No city is better at hosting an event than Indianapolis. None. You want to go to Chicago, that bankrupt-ass city that people are running from 
running from like it's burning like it did in 1871 into Indiana. Come on. Met you at training camp the other day after Tuck. Oh, absolutely. My absolute pleasure. Um, the Big Ten should just say, Indy, done. You want to know who going to Minneapolis benefits? People in Minneapolis, obviously, they can now go to the event, and it's too far to get to Indy. People, did you know that Milwaukee is closer by car to Indy than it is to Minneapolis? True. Indianapolis is almost closer by car. It's about 40 minutes difference to Indy than it is to Minneapolis. Here in Indy, Indiana, Purdue, Illinois, Northwestern, Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State, and as far as Penn State, Maryland, and Rutgers, who cares? They're not really even in the conference, and I totally forgot about Nebraska, because why wouldn't you? All right, Kofi Coburn, going to the league. Third bite at the apple, you got to go after the third bite. That's the rule. You declare a third time, you got to go. He's hired an agent, he's going to go. Trace Jackson Davis absolutely thrilled that he's not going to get his hip impacted by Kofi Coburn's big-ass hips uh, for another season because that was no fun for Trace Jackson Davis. Tomorrow morning, breakfast with... Oh, my God. Yeah, A.J. Brown. The Titans would never trade A.J. Brown to the Colts ever, ever, ever. Under any circumstance, he would help the Colts immeasurably, and the Titans would take a giant step backwards. That would be a great deal. Debo Samuel's not happening. People can talk about it all. This is silly season. This is the week before the draft. Nobody's got anything to talk about, right? So, they on ESPN, the Colts, hey, they need wide receivers. You got to look at it. You got to see it. And you got to understand that the 49ers, if they give up Samuel for draft equity, they don't have the money to go pay another guy. They don't have the money to go find another guy. It would be tantamount to, it would be malpractice for John Lynch to go out and, and make a deal with the Colts especially because they don't have a first-round pick. What are we talking about here? All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow morning. Breakfast with Ken. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the donations. Very, very nice of you. I hope I got to all the questions. Very nice. Have a great week. We, day two of Little 500 weekend today. Very nice. Get down to Nick's. Order a Strom and a bucket every seven minutes until somebody passes out and then every ten. That's an allusion to back to school with Rodney Dangerfield, by the way.